If you're feeling uninspired and stuck in your life, you might be making this big mistake. This is the Big Life Experiment podcast, and we're your hosts, Kathy and Joe. We're corporate escapees turned transformation coaches. After over 10 years of exploring, experimenting, and doing deep inner work, we've completely changed our lives, and we're going to share with you the knowledge, tools, and insights we've experienced on our own journey of transformation. Our mission is to help you reconnect with who you are and reprogram your mind so that you can redesign your life. We'll be diving into mindset, life design, and subconscious reprogramming to help you figure out what you want out of life and build the confidence and courage to go after it. Let's jump in and start creating your big life. Welcome to the Big Life Experiment podcast. Yes, welcome back to episode number two. We're diving into one of my favorite topics today. I absolutely love talking about this. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do. I talk about it all the time, both at home, but also uh, with our students as well on Big Life Roadmap. So this topic is all about why being realistic is keeping you stuck and keeping you trapped creating the same results over and over and over again, and therefore not moving your life forward in the way that you perhaps want it to. And we're going to be diving into why dreaming big is where the magic happens and why for so many people, it can be really, really challenging to do that as well. And so before we get into the whole dreaming big side of things, I wanted to just chat about why it's a mistake to set safe goals and to set small goals. Because I think people often tell themselves that it's the best thing for them to do because they don't want to be disappointed. But if you do things that you've always done in life, and if you stay within those boundaries of being realistic, then you're only going to create results that are similar to what you've already done or that are realistic by whatever standards you set as realistic. And so if you are looking to create the most amazing life for yourself, which is what we're about at Big Life Experiment, creating a bigger, bolder life, then you are going to need to think bigger, you're going to need to act bigger, and you're going to need to allow yourself to dream bigger as well, because otherwise we just end up doing more of the same. Yeah, it actually reminded me of a TV show, one of the last TV shows that I worked on where I was in a creative team and we had to come up with these ideas for the stuff we wanted to film. And it was just basically a couple of weeks of going and researching, coming up with ideas and brainstorming before we kind of pitched the, before we pitched them and then just sort of broke them down into what they would actually be in the show. And I had loads of, I love, this is for me, this is, I love that kind of space when I was in my TV career because I love coming up with really crazy ideas and a lot of them were really big and bold. And what I found was when I pitched them, a lot of them were way beyond the budget that we had and the, the resources that we had. However, what was great was I expanded to just went crazy with the ideas. And then it was, okay, well, how, then you start to think, well, can we do the idea, but in a simpler way that fits within the parameters that we have in, the, in this container? So it wasn't, instead of working within the parameters, I went beyond that mm. to come up with a really big idea and then started to think, well, can we make this work in a different way? And how can I get creative with, with bringing it in within budget and within the timeframes to deliver it? And it's, it's a really good example of that because it's almost like life was deciding, life will help you figure out what's going to be possible. And then you also got start to get creative. Well, 
what resources do I have to make a version of that or to get me moving towards those ideas? Sometimes those big, and some of those ideas just, just weren't possible and they moved to the side, but there were other ones that were, or then we created space for new ideas to come in. And it was this, really made me think how it was an interesting path of thinking about resources, what can I make happen and how can I make it happen and figuring it out instead of either staying in a small box and starting to play within those parameters um, and also just go, oh, just giving up because I had this big idea and oh, it's not possible. And then just going, okay, well, I'm not going to make that happen. And, you know, some members of my team as well, like they had some brilliant ideas and they made some crazy things happen as well on this show. And because they got creative with mm. the resources they had instead of like crazy idea and then going, oh, well, we can't afford that. So definitely, that's a really good example. And I think that the problem with setting realistic and safe goals that you kind of know that you can hit is that it actually isn't allowing you to expand to become a different person. It's not allowing you to expand your comfort zone. It's not getting you to think in any different ways because you're like, well, I know I can do it. And so you're just using the resources that you've already got. So therefore you're not growing. And then you can wonder why you don't transform your life in any significant way. But it's because we tend to fall into this trap or it can be easy to fall into this trap of looking around what we already have in our lives and thinking, okay, so what do I think is possible for me based on what I already have? And then we just go for like a little bit more. Oh, I'm going to get a bit healthier this year. I'm going to get a uh, slightly better income. I'm going to get a slightly bigger house. And all of this is just really just kind of edging our life forward. And transformation is really kind of doing a complete 180 on your life and blowing your mind with what's possible. And that starts by allowing yourself to consider things that you might not have ever considered for your life at all. And, and maybe- being, and yeah, and being bold is also, and maybe you are sitting here thinking, I've got some really big ideas about how I want to live my life or things I want to do and accomplish. And then maybe you share those ideas and other people will will um, will push their own realistic view of reality yes. onto you. So you might have these big ideas and feel really good and then you start to share them with people, maybe your friends, maybe your family, maybe your colleagues. And you might find that they bring you back into that realistic box. And a good example we shared the other day uh, with our community is um, a writer I follow on Twitter he, he wants to build a $1 million uh, writing brand or make a million dollars from writing online, something along those lines. And he showed the contrast. He told his friends and family and they all thought he was crazy and uh, that's not possible and you're never going to do that. And whereas his friends on Twitter were like, you're dreaming too small. And so the people that you surround yourself can have a huge impact on, on your, your own dreams and what you think is realistic. So what you might think is really big other people in that example think mm. you can go bigger than that you're thinking too small and whereas and sometimes it's the people that you love the most are the ones that are going to keep you into that box and not because they're not supportive and don't think you can do it they are potentially projecting their own fears insecurities limiting beliefs about what's possible for life or they just have no idea what is actually possible yeah, because, because they haven't seen anything different. Whereas this writer, he's, he's immersed in a world on Twitter, where it's a space where I hang out a lot, is where people are making 
not just making a lot of money, but doing really amazing things with, with creativity. And there's so much possibility and he's immersed in that world and he knows what is out there and what he can achieve in his life. And maybe the people that he's hanging around with, his friends, his family, aren't immersed in that world. So they're not opening their mind and their eyes to a whole different reality that is available to all of us. Mm. And I came across this Will Smith quote the other day because we talk about um, why being realistic is damaging to the path of creating your big life. We talk about it all the time with our students in our program. And I came across this quote, um, which I shared with some of the students we were working with at the time from Will Smith, said, being realistic is the most common path to mediocrity. And when I first read that, I was like, ooh, ouch. It kind of stings sometimes when you read that and you realize you're like, oh, do I want a mediocre life? No, I want a big life. So therefore, that comes with just ditching being realistic and allowing ourselves to dream big. And if we also have a think about, well, what is realistic? And we are referring to it in this um, episode in the way of being like, whatever you think you can get, whatever you think is, is reasonable for you to achieve with the current resources that you have, a little bit more than what you already have, or also what the majority of people in the world are doing, like the status quo kind of way of living. And so if you aspire to live your biggest and boldest life and to do things differently and to literally just like see what is possible and to explore your full potential, then being realistic is going to keep you just not playing as big as you could because it's going to ensure that you're focusing on just getting a little bit more each year, each year. And that is not how you transform. And so instead, we want to encourage you to dream big. And the reason behind dreaming big is that when we go for something that we don't know how we're actually going to make it happen, we have never even achieved something like that before, that it just seems like just such a amazing big dream that if it came true, you'd be like, oh my God, my dreams have literally come true. Then it is going to get you to think differently when you start to consider the steps that you're going to take to be able to even achieve it. So huge dreams literally change the way that you think and changing the way that you think is going to change the way you feel and it's going to change the different type of actions that you take. And so you are becoming a different person by the process of actually going for a big dream. And that is a crucial part of actually achieving things that you've never done before. Yeah, and I think there's a few points I wanted to jump in there on is there's curiosity and questions. So what starts to happen when you have these big dreams is you will start to ask different questions instead of as long as you don't just go back to, oh, that's massive, it's really hard and just go back to normal. You're like, okay, well, now how can I make that happen? And you start to think about, okay, that's where I want to go or that's where I want, what I want to create. And then you start to explore with different questions and you keep thinking about it and you start asking your questions to open up different doors, which then expand your possibility. And then this, the steps, the how starts to take care of itself because you're constantly doing this um, reassessing and asking yourself, um, what do I need to do to get there? How can I make that happen? Do I need to do this? And you start taking action, more questions, and it starts unfolding. And also getting curious, curious about 
ways of like, is someone else doing what I want to do? Is that possible? And suddenly you go to, ex you start the, the journey of exploration. You know, let's say you wanted to self-publish a book, for example. You're like, oh, like, you don't know anyone that's done that. It sounds ridiculous. And then you start to go, well, is there someone else doing that? And then you start to go down the rabbit hole of seeing, oh, well, th there's all these people that have done it. And look at all these people that figured out, oh, that's how they did it. And you start to open up the doors and you see maybe actually it is really possible. And actually, maybe it's actually quite easy. It's not as hard as you thought, but you have to ask the questions and get curious to, to flow, to figure it out. And it made me think of an example for our own life. A big dream of ours was, so we moved to Australia um, 10 years back in 2011. And we've pretty much been here for most of the last 10, uh, 11 years now. And maybe it was about seven or eight years ago, I can't remember, we, we decided that we wanted to see if we could live between Australia and England because all our friends and family are back in England, that's where we grew up. However, we really loved our lifestyle in Australia and we didn't want to just go back for one month a year. It didn't feel enough. So we cons consistently over the years have explored that question. How can we make this possible? What can we do? And we've talked about it and we've tried different things. In fact, we actually did it in the last year. We spent six months in London, now we're back in Australia. But I remember when we started that journey of thinking about it, someone very close to us said, that's not possible. Yeah, how are you going to do that? And this was probably about <laughs> seven or maybe six or seven years ago. And I think the online space wasn't what it is now where we can see how, mm. especially with COVID, how easy it is to work online. But again, someone at, we thought we knew we thought that was possible. We knew it was possible, but someone else couldn't see it. And we've been consistently exploring that question because a big life for us is trying to see, can we straddle both countries with the work that we do and the lifestyle that we mm. have? And it's such a key part to just continue to sit in the question, how can I do this? And to allow the, the how to evolve and to reveal itself as you continue to take action towards it. Because if you get hung up on the how, you're not even going to take that first step. And so... And we dream big as well. And it's really, you come up with a dream, something that you're going to go for that really, really excites you. Then it's going to create an energy in you that also is going to give you the motivation and the determination and the drive to actually go after the thing that you want. And this is why setting realistic small goals keeps so many people stuck. Because if they're not that inspiring to you, if they feel a bit like, oh, well, I know I could do that, or I've kind of done something similar before, or I know that's not really going to even move my life that much further forward, then it's very easy to just kind of lose interest in it, lose motivation, or really feel like we're having to push ourselves uphill to kind of create any motivation around it. And then we don't achieve the goal because maybe we fall off because it wasn't interesting enough to us. And then we say, see, I can't hit my goals. And then we fall into the trap of saying, well, I'm not going to create a bigger goal for myself because why would I do that when I've not even been able to hit the small goal? And so it even keeps you trapped to prevent you from dreaming big. And so what I want to really kind of share from our own journey and from so many of the students that we've coached through this as well, is that when you really get that dream inside of you that you're like, this is what lights my heart on fire. This is what I'm so excited to go after. Then the motivation to achieve it happens a lot more naturally. And then you're so much more likely to actually achieve it. And so you need to stop comparing perhaps results in the past of goals that maybe you weren't as fussed about to ones that really, really, really set your heart on fire. And 
if, for example, you are not, you fit, you're feeling that stuckness in your life, you're feeling uninspired, then have a look at your goals. First of all, are you even setting any? And secondly, are they ones that actually really, really excite you? And do you need to dream bigger to allow yourself to create that energy within you? And then once we have established that big dream, we want to then detach from the outcome of it and to really start to fall in love with who we're becoming in the process of going after it. And obviously we've heard this cliche, you know, enjoy the journey rather than, it's not about, what's it? It's not about the destination, it's about the journey, all that kind of stuff. Enjoy the journey, blah, blah, blah. And what I have definitely realized from our own journey is actually, yes, I enjoy the process of going through it, but what I've fallen in love with is who we are transforming to as individuals and as a couple and as business owners as we go through the process of working towards our big life. That is what I have fallen in love with. And therefore, when you're going for something big, it's not just about like achieving the outcome, it's about the journey in a different process. Yeah, and it's still something that we fall into that trap of on yeah, occasions sure. where we focus on the the outcomes and the goals that we have and we don't hit it. And then we have, we're human beings. Sometimes we forget to take on our own advice and the learnings that we've got. And also we're human. Sometimes you have objectives that you want to um, achieve or you do have goals. Goals are great because they're, they're not the end point. They're just signposts. But of course, if you don't achieve that goal, it can hit, hit you. It can be disappointing. And maybe if it involves money or, or financial targets, if you're running a business, it might impact certain areas of your life. So it's natural for, for you to feel those feelings. However, it's when you're just thinking about getting to the end point and not focusing on every step that it takes to get there. And remembering to celebrate um, on the way there. Um, is enjoy, it's like it's those small wins. And I think we've, we forget that sometimes on our journey in the last few years to celebrate those things that have gone well. There's lots of things that haven't worked. And sometimes we get stuck in the focusing, oh, that didn't work. And how can we figure out the solution, which is great. We're always kind of problem solving and learning the lessons. However, sometimes we forget to focus on the actions that we took, the work that we're doing and, the, and enjoying the work that we get to do every day because we're no longer in jobs that weren't filling us up. And now that we are, and not to take that for granted and just to celebrate those small steps, however small they are. I think we all, I've been mean, thinking about this this morning. I think all of us um, need to become more of our own biggest cheerleaders and celebrate ourselves more. We do 100%. not do that enough. We always go to, what did I do wrong? How can I improve? Which is great. But we don't go to, oh, what did I do well? That's not the, that's not the default setting we go to. And if we gave ourselves the pats on the back, and the high fives more often, we'd be a lot, a lot happier. And we'd probably get the success in terms of fulfillment and the end result a lot more if we were cheering ourselves on. Definitely. And I think when it comes to dreaming big as well, some people also get held back because they're like, again, they get stuck in how am I going to achieve that? But big dreams are achieved by lots of small goals along the way. And so while we don't want you to be realistic, when it comes to really creating that big vision for your life and the ultimate like, you know, big dreams that you want to go for, we want you to go expansive on that and really just allow yourself and your mind to just be like, if everything, if your success was inevitable, if anything and everything was possible for you, what do you actually want? 
start there. And then once you've got clarity on that, then it's like, what's the next step that I can take towards it and towards it? And so you do take realistic steps towards it often because that's how you get towards your goal. And so then breaking it down into those smaller steps so that we don't get stuck in that overwhelm and not even take one step towards it in the beginning. And then it's also just in terms of dreaming, think about kids and think about yourself as a kid. When someone maybe said to you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Did you have a filter that held you back into thinking about what's realistic? And I know, you know, the cliches from when I was a kid, and obviously it's a little bit about what kids are just kind of the jobs that they maybe are aware of when they're younger. But I know I wanted to be an actress. I want to, and you know, people say, I want to be prime minister. I want to. I wanted to be a sports star. Yeah. And whatever, any sport really, because I just loved it all. Or an astronaut or, you know, an Olympian or any of those kind of things. And they don't think, oh, well, I shouldn't say that because it's going to sound stupid. They just say whatever is on their mind. And that's what we want to encourage you to do, to just allow yourself to say, if anything and everything was possible, if my success was inevitable, what would I want for my life? What would I want to create? Because you are blocking yourself from even creating anything similar if you don't even allow yourself to dream in the first place. And, and as an example, when I was uh, running my fitness business, so I ran a fitness outdoor fitness group for women uh, for about three years when uh, back in 2014, and I really had a much worse inner critic at that time than I currently do because I have worked through it a lot. And I was comparing myself to others all the time. And at this time, there was a fitness influencer called Kayla Itzins who was exploding onto the scene. Like she's still a huge name in the space. She's an Australian um, girl and she's created a business that uh, last time I read an article and it was worth about $600 million or something. And I remember looking at what she was doing online and thinking there is no way that I could ever do that. I didn't even allow myself to consider creating something even a quarter of the way close to what she has created because I told myself a story that it wasn't possible for me and that there's no way that I could do something like that. So I didn't even allow myself to consider even if I would have wanted to. And this is the problem that we are creating for ourselves by not by staying with what's realistic and not allowing ourselves to dream in this space of everything being possible. We are literally blocking ourselves off from so many possibilities and keeping ourselves in a box as well. And so when it comes to thinking about what you want, I encourage you to create some space and take yourself somewhere creative. Take yourself to, I always love doing it in like a cafe because I love cafes. <laughs> There's been so much time in them. But take yourself off somewhere. Maybe it's in nature. Maybe it's to a part of your home that makes it, makes you feel expansive. Maybe it's outside somewhere. Um, take yourself somewhere and give yourself the space to dream and ask yourself the question, if anything and everything was possible for me, if my success was inevitable, what would I want to create? And consider as well who you take advice from about what is realistic. Because just as Joe mentioned earlier, just because 
some someone doesn't think it's realistic for them, that does not mean that you need to adopt their limitations as well. And so maybe you have been told in the past, be realistic. It's safer to not dream. You know, this is what's possible for you. And I ask you to question that and to surround yourself with people who their version of realistic is perhaps in your realm of totally different stratosphere. Because the people that we surround ourselves with and then we realize that actually our version of realistic might actually just be playing so, so, so ridiculously small. Yeah, and if you want some inspiration, what really worked for me over the years was I used to curate my Instagram feeds. Part of it was for education, but the other half of it was for inspiration. I didn't follow anyone that I was friends with. I only used it as a tool to learn or to be inspired because I wanted to see what was possible for my life. I wanted to learn, but I also wanted to live in that place of possibility and imagine what my life could be. So I was following a lot of digital nomads and people who were traveling around and doing cool things and also people that were expressing their creativity in different ways, making art, writing. And so I followed those people to, to be motivated, inspired and to keep, keep me going on my journey to get where I am now, where I'm now living life on my terms. And it was just using that as a tool. So whether it's something like Instagram or whatever platform, go and find people that are showing you ways of living that make you think, ah, oh, that's how I want my life to be. Maybe they're doing things with the work they're doing that, that light you up. I also used to listen to so many podcasts, amazing long-form conversations, people from health and fitness to people starting businesses to people who were going out and working with people in all sorts of different ways, creating that positive impact that I wanted to have. And I was just expanding my mind and seeing these people. They were like the, the environment I created. Of, I lived in this completely different world to everyone I knew was living. And I was just like seeing what was possible and it just expanded my thinking. And eventually it led to me stepping out of my old life and into the new one because I could see all these amazing people doing these cool things. And that was the encouragement and inspiration I needed to start to move towards it because mm, our brain does love to see evidence that something's possible and so if you are looking to expand what you think is realistic for your life and to create something that you've not had before then go out there and find evidence in the ways that Joe's just shared that prove to you that it is possible and then you need to be so vigilant of your mind that it doesn't do what mine did those few years ago which I've now learned to catch my mind in this process that it says, well, it's all right for them. That's not going to be possible for you. And realize that it's not going to be possible for you if you tell yourself a story that it's not going to be possible for you. But what if you actually asked that question? What if it is? Why not? Why can't it be possible for me? If it's possible for someone else, I might need to learn some new skills. I might need to dedicate myself to practicing whatever it is, to get better at it. I might need to put myself out there. I might need to try new things. I might need to learn new things to be able to achieve it. I might need help and support along the way. But if them, why not you? And then even if you haven't found any evidence for something that you have an amazing idea for in your mind, always remind yourself that there is a first time for everything. And so also then allow yourself to sit in that question. How could this be possible? How could I make this happen? What is one step that I can do towards it today? So think about how being realistic is 
not allowing you perhaps to move your life forward in the way that you want, especially if you're feeling uninspired or stuck right now. It might be that you don't have a goal that creates that motivation and excitement in you. Allow yourself to dream big and realize that your past experiences in life do not determine your future unless you let them. And so you might have gone through past hurts, past failures, past mistakes. We all have to some capacity. And they might be telling you that you should play it safe and contract. And question, how is this helping me live my biggest and best life? So allow yourself to dream. Allow your mind to unlock its creativity. See what you come up with. And then break that down into smaller things to be able to take those steps towards it. Ask other people how they've done what they've done if you're looking to do the same thing so that you can start to put those kind of steps into action as well. And then sit with that question. So our question to end this episode is, if your success was inevitable, what dream would you love to make a reality? We'll talk to you soon. Bye. See you later. Thanks for joining us. If you're ready to create your big life, here's how we can help you get started. Our free masterclass, Get Clear on Your Big Life, will help you reconnect with what you want for your life and reimagine your future from a place of possibility. And if you're feeling called to completely redesign your life so you can experience more purpose, freedom and fulfillment, then our coaching program, Big Life Roadmap, is 100% for you. It's an epic eight-week journey of self-discovery and subconscious transformation. Head to our website, biglifeexperiment.com, for all the details on both.